hurricanes, floods, heat waves, drought, summer snowstorms. Over the last few months, the earth seems to have been going crazy. Is it related to Bible prophecy? Is it ever? I'll explain right after this word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. Why is nature in turmoil? Uh, reason number one, the earth is fallen. Fallen is a word that theologians use to describe the condition of humanity and nature after Adam and Eve sinned. The presence of sin changed everything. That's when nature started going haywire. Romans chapter 8 says, For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Have you noticed, especially in the past few years, how often people refer to this world as strange or odd? It's because we all have an innate sense that the world is not as it should be, not as God made it. We know something is wrong. When our ancient forebears sinned, death, pain, disease, fear, and violence entered the world. And it doesn't just affect humanity, but all of nature. And that brings us to reason number two. Jesus said it would be this way. Think about this. We hear about hurricanes and typhoons in the Pacific and the Atlantic. We hear about them in Hawaii, the Philippines, the east coast of the United States, and more. We wake up to the news of fires in Europe and California. It sounds like everything is burning. And then we hear about droughts affecting many parts of the world while there are snowstorms in other places in the middle of summer. Add to that, there are reports of strange, loud noises coming out of nowhere and massive bird and fish deaths from red algae to reasons that are unknown. So what is going on? As I already mentioned, the Bible tells us that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs. But birth pangs are not random. That word indicates that we are building toward an event, a birth. Labor pains come and labor pains go, but the contractions keep getting closer together and increasingly intense. Jesus indicated that the world's labor pains would grow in intensity and frequency as the time of his return came closer. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus told about that period. He said, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. That word sorrows is from the Greek word odin. It refers to birth pangs. In fact, most modern translations make that clear. Instead of sorrows, they say birth pangs. A few weeks ago on this program, I showed how earthquakes have been increasing over the last 150 years. That increase has become even more dramatic this century. In the last few weeks, we have had an unusual series of quakes all over the world. And because of Florence and other weather events, we're all thinking about hurricanes right now. But hurricane frequency has not risen in recent years. In fact, it's gone down. 
Just when the global warming people told us there'd be more monster storms, there are suddenly fewer. Even so, there's been no shortage of weird weather all over the planet. No shortage of record-breaking fires. No shortage of volcanoes. No shortage of massive wildlife die-offs. And all these events fit the pattern laid out in the Bible of a planet groaning in travail as in childbirth. Some try to write it off as the result of global warming. Is that what the problem is? I'm not a scientist, nor do I claim to be. But along with earthquakes in various places and other cataclysmic events, Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke that the sea and the waves would be roaring, so much so that people would be so afraid that their hearts would fail them because of the fear and expectation of what is coming. And regardless of your beliefs on global warming, global warming certainly has added to that fear of what is coming. People are afraid. But you don't have to be. Once again, the Bible proves to be right. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world. You can trust what it has to say about Jesus and his dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word. Trust it with your life. And trust it with your eternal life. Let me ask you this. Have you been forgiven of your sin? Because the Bible tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you have not asked Christ to forgive you of your sin, if you have not repented of your sin, then you haven't been forgiven of your sin. And when you die, instead of being in heaven in the presence of the Lord, you'll be judged for your sin and forever separated from Him. Listen, you don't want to be separated from God in a place that the Bible describes as being eternal judgment. You'd much rather be forgiven. And if that's you right now, you want to be forgiven, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.